Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Motability offers from nil advance payment. Visit macklinmotors.com for more info. Let's go! Do you know, we shouldn't need them, but we just heard on the news there in Go Radio about the food banks tomorrow, and it's great to see both sides, fans from both clubs, supporting that tomorrow, Barry. Yeah, I just heard that they're brilliant news. Um, great gesture that both clubs are, are going to be doing and I'm sure both Celtic and Rangers fans will hopefully bring plenty of food to put in the, the food banks Paul Peter fantastic. it shouldn't be needed but it is no but it's fantastic as they say Paul you know, they don't wear football strips or colours you know what I mean it's so important for everybody we're always <laughs> hoping that everybody as it watches the game but come along and thank everybody in the crisis that people are talking about we've just come out of one and hopefully we're not going into another one that's all we're hoping for and it's great to see supporters backing it up is there a big game tomorrow? Just looking at both of you. <laughs> well, both of us look nervous, so there must be. Certainly are. Yeah, the big match tomorrow. We're going to hear from Ange Postacoglu at the top of the table. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, two points behind. Uh, Callum McGregor's been speaking to Celtic TV. And the new signing for Celtic, Oliver Abelgard, is going to be speaking to us. But the breaking news today has been from the Rangers camp. Now, we heard last night there was doubts about Tom Lawrence from Oz in the programme, uh, and he's out. But Barry Alfredo Moreras is in the squad. Yeah, in terms of Tom Lawrence, as a blow, because he, he's been a very good signing. You've seen that with his performances on the pitch. Um, but listen, with Tom Lawrence been been out, it opens another door for another player. That's why you've got a big squad, Paul. And in terms of Morelos, I'm sure the penny's dropped now. Gio made a, a big decision um, a couple of weeks back to drop him for the squad because he wasn't happy with his attitude and his fitness. But clearly, since that's happened, he's um, he's got his head down and and clearly impressed the manager in training um, with his work rate now it's okay doing it the last couple of weeks now he needs to do it going forward because I, I believe Rangers need him because um, it's going to be a tough tough season but time will tell Paul but listen I'm just hopeful because I always said that Morelos in my eyes when he's fit and when he's happy he's a top striker Peter, for you, from a Celtic point of view, what's top of your mind? Celtic looked to have... There's no real problems, I don't think, in the Celtic lineup. They've been in great form. They've only had six games up against Rangers, 10. I suppose my question would be, are they battle-hardened, ready for tomorrow? You soon see when kickoff comes, because that's the most important thing. All the preparations went Celtic's way in the respect of that. You know, they've got all the boys have had games in their legs, which is important. You see the squad the other night there, which is a very, very good squad at 10 on up at Ross County. So... They seem to have no injury problems unless the manager's keeping that very close to his chest. And probably it's just selection problems he's got and I think there's probably just one or two areas that probably the manager's been thinking over. What does he go with the Starsfeld or does he go with Jens? That could be one of them. Abada or Mieda. You know, that'll be the other one. I believe that that's the only choices he's got to make if the other boys are fully fit. Celtic going the favourites, Barry. Home advantage um, and in, well... Unstoppable. It's only five games gone, but maximum points so far. Yeah, it's only five games, but as you says, that their form, especially if you look back to the, 
the weekend there um, against Dundee United. They're in sizzling form, and in my eyes, they do go into the game slight favourites. But it's two teams that are high in confidence. Both um, are in the Champions League. Both are, are scoring goals. Um, so listen, we're, we're, we're in for an absolute cracker in my eyes because it's two squads fully a lot of quality. Enjoyed your column in the record this morning, Peter. I'm sure you bought it as well. One pound ten now. Everything's <laughs> going up in price. That's not a complaint. Um, and you're saying that GVB adapts, right? He adapts in game, uh, from game to game. And Ange Postacoglu has one way to play, and it's a successful one. Yeah, it's really successful. I mean, Celtic are high energy, and there's a lot of interchanging. You, you know, the fullbacks come inside leave the wide areas open for the, the wider players so I'm sure Gio listen this week's looked at it and worked um, on shape and I think Rangers will go and make sure they're solid and compact and try and hit Celtic on the, the counter attack because when Celtic do attack they do leave their side uh, themselves wide open at the back and that's areas where I'm sure Gio will be looking to exploit Peter for will you give us your lineup shortly? I know on Wednesday night we talked about it. I don't know if you've changed your mind. You're thinking about a badder. That's what they were talking about last night. Andy Walker wasn't sure would they play a badder or Maeda. I think it's Maeda. You think I it's Maeda? Yeah. I, th- I think he'll yeah. go with Maeda. I think he'll go with Maeda. But as I say to you, the front three that he started with predominantly last year was Kyogo Abada and uh, Jota. You know, and the wee fellas never let him down. I don't think, you know, he's just been a bit unfortunate. But Maeda gives him something different. The manager, I think, seems to think that he sparks everything for them. I mean, even the other night, I was delighted to see him getting his goal because his work ethic in the game was fantastic again. But you can never question that in any game. I just look at it and I look at the two squads and I still say, I look at, I'd prefer to be, even having my Celtic cap off, I look at the two squads. I think anybody that wasn't green or blue would look at it and think Celtic have got a stronger squad and a stronger first 11. That's what I think, you know, when I'm looking at it. Because I think you have to have more goal scorers than just a striker. I'm not sure Rangers have got that. Arfield comes in with the, the goal and that. I think it's a massive blow for Rangers if Tom Lawrence is out because I think he's a real talented player. I think that's a blow for them. Obviously, the manager's seen enough because he made a massive call last week to leave Morelos out the squad completely. But I think it's an even bigger call to bring him back in, to be perfectly honest with you, because you've got to have that feel within your group, you know. So, obviously, it's a so such an important game. But as we've said before, it's only when the whistle goes that you know and how who prepares and who it doesn't matter. Forum goes out the window, the squad goes out the window. It's who performs and obviously big decisions during that particular game from the players, from the referees, anything like that. And that's the things that happen in their games. You know those voices, Peter Grant and Barry Ferguson, who played in so many derby games, the big derby, the old firm derby, Glasgow derby, 0808 17 17 700. Give us a call. And we're on the socials as well. Barry, last night, the window came. It closed at uh, midnight in Scotland. You disappointed that Rangers yeah, didn't surprised. buy? surprised. Yeah. Surprised, but I, I, I did say uh, the only reason that Gio would sign a player if he was going to make his starting 11 stronger, I don't think he would just sign a player for, for numbers. Um, so, listen, they've obviously not got the, the one or two that they maybe have wanted to get, and it's pointless wasting money on whether it's a transfer fee or, or wages. Um, I still look at the squad and it's still pretty strong. There's still a few injuries. You've got Hadji, you've got Kmar Roof, you've got Davies, you've got um, John Suter. Still got a few players to come back and hopefully they'll be back in the, the coming weeks which will make Rangers squad stronger. But I was I was a bit surprised, if I'm being honest, that Rangers didn't make um, one or two signings. But listen, 
they just need to go with the squad you've heard Gio doing interviews over the last couple of weeks and he says he's he's really happy um, with the squad that he's he's got just now let's hear from the two managers then so home dressing room for tomorrow of course Ange Postacoglu what decisions has he got to make for the team lineup for 12.30 tomorrow squad wise tomorrow everyone's pretty much okay um, after uh, Wednesday night's game and um you know, earlier in the week, we were in a better position than we were last year when we were throwing guys in. Um, yeah, I'll sort of make decisions on um, on sort of squad and, and team tomorrow. Peter, you mentioned them, I think. Moritz Jens, could he play or is it going to be Starfelt who was so favoured by the manager alongside CCV? Well, I, look, I watched the game the other night there and I still seem that wee error that Mo made that I spoke about when he came. You know, that devilment as a defender and on the second ball, he wasn't alert enough. Um, when the ball comes down and uh, Ross County score from it and there are the wee moments I used to say to him that he has to be more clinical and he's defending you know he has to be more aggressive make sure the guy he's playing against doesn't get the opportunities out of nothing um, and that disappointed me because that was a, a weakness I seen in his game then I look at him now and I think maybe the manager's left Starfelt out because of the fact that he's only had a couple of games recently and maybe didn't want to be injured and I think he will maybe go with the experience he's Starfelt tomorrow thinking he's already been through it before and he wants to continue with that. Guys, it's won games against Rangers and played against Rangers and Starfield's never let them down. Here's Gary from the Gorbals. Good evening, Gary. How you doing, Paul? Evening, guys. Hi, Gary. Good. Good. Barry's in great form. So is Peter. Great. I think they're both slightly... They're not <laughs> nervous, but... Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm always nervous. No matter if <laughs> right. I've played or now I'm retired, I always get nervous um, the day before the game. Uh, I was like, as a player, I was nervous at the start of the week, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. Um, and I'm, I'm still the same just now, because listen, it's a big game, yeah. you want your team to win. Um, but listen, it is exciting as well. Mm. There are two teams, as I said, that are high in confidence, and yep. hopefully it's going to be an absolute cracker tomorrow. So. Gary, what are you thinking? Um, basically, I, I, I think I'm very, very confident. I'm not very confident going into these games usually. But I think, to be honest, we on the form that we started on, and I know you can look at the Dundee United game and say the position that they're in, it was maybe just one of those games. But what I would say is that I think that we will win comfortably tomorrow. That's interesting, Gary. Assuming you've been at the games, you think they've played at their best yet? I thought Dundee United was our best performance. I've been at the Hearts game. I was at Aberdeen game. Uh, I seen the Ross County game the other evening there. And I didn't think they were at their best. I thought Dundee United was their best performance. I think... I watched all the pre-season games. I thought we gave up a few chances, um, and that that be more only concern is that we give up chances, you know. But I still, as I said to you, I do fancy Celtic tomorrow just because of the squad they have and the, the amount of goal scorers they've got throughout the group. But as I say, I, I, as I said, what have you seen in their performances so far in the respect of that? Have you, do you, uh, you look at the Hearts game, for instance. Um, I thought Hearts had a, f- a couple of good, real chances, you know, and it wasn't even their strongest team and I was just a wee bit disappointed. And I could hear the manager's voice was a wee bit disappointed after the game, you know, um, and I just think they've not played at their best. At Dunn United last week, I thought they were excellent, you know, because it's very, very difficult when you're one and clear. Um, so I fancy them still yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but I, in my eyes, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest, going forward, I think they look electric. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. I, I still think they're vulnerable. At the back, I seen signs. That I thought I know um, Grant is going on about Jens. I thought Starfield looked weak mm. at the first header. You quite be stronger there, so I think that's an area that Rangers will need to look and try and exploit going forward. You need to, 
you need to cope with them. You need to cope with the high energy and the pace and the movement because let's be honest, their, their movement mm. is brilliant at times. Who would um, you play, Barry? Would you play Starfelt tomorrow night? Uh, tomorrow lunchtime or Jens? Who would you play? Uh, I'd play Starfelt and Jens. I'd leave Carol <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to give us the answer. <laughs> Gary, it's not a bad answer. <laughs> Gary, who would you go for then alongside Cameron Carter-Vickers? To be honest, I mean, I've been jotting down teams all week and yep. I think I'd go with Starfelt. Right. Surely because just just to kind of almost agree with Barry, I think Jens has looked kind of naive at times and a wee bit kind of, okay. I don't know, a wee bit shaky at the back. I know mm-hmm. you're saying about Starfield, but I think Starfield's looked a lot stronger this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's picked up, he's kicked on from last season. And I think um, Jens has still got a wee bit more to learn. Um, I, I know what Barry's saying because we are shaky at the back at times mm-hmm. because obviously you look at the goal we conceded against Ross County. Um, I, I, I know, think that, the way he plays, Gary, it's risk and reward with Poster Cobbler. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He goes he goes for it. Listen, I think he, he, he says to the centre-backs, look, we're going to be wide open at times and we need to try and cope with it. Um, but that that is the, the, the area they are vulnerable. When Carter Vickers, he does make a difference, let's be honest. I said yeah. the first six months of last season... I thought he'd done okay, but the, the second part of the season, I, I thought he was, along with Callum McGregor, Celtic's best player. Here is Callum McGregor. Celtic could go, could go, five points clear tomorrow. Yeah, of course, it's an incentive, you know, early on in the season. You know, you want to win as many football games as you can, and, you know, that starts again tomorrow. So we, we obviously understand the consequence of that, but it's, it's not something that we're looking at or thinking about before the game. Like I said, we train well this morning you know our full approach to the game is we want to go and attack the game in a positive manner and, and like you said hopefully come the end of the game tomorrow then you know we're, we're further ahead but it's not a sort of consequence that we're looking at before the game and Gary uh, nine changes the other night but your captain starts it's phenomenal yeah I mean he's, he's, he has the best midfield in Scottish football to be honest um, I really I really believe that he's, he's just so professional and everything that he does he, he controls the game from that midfield position and the 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 problem we're going to have is who to play as a front three kind of thing because for me Keogh goes start every day of the week I know Jackie Mackett had a good game the other night mm-hmm. but I think Keogh starts every day of the week and for me I would probably play Jota and Maida even though I prefer Jota on the left with a bad on the right mm-hmm. kind of thing Peter what do you think? I agree, I think that's what he'll go with. I think he'll go with Mieda. I, I, I can see why the manager, as I say, he, he loves him for his work ethic. And as I say, he was glad to get his goal the other night there. I prefer him when he plays on the right because it allows Jota to produce the magic on the left-hand side. And that's definitely where he can... He's more of a goal threat and he sets up more opportunities as well. So, And Jack Amakis, I'm delighted he's back fit again. Yeah. Even though he can start with Kyogo, it gives you something different completely. And he's... a Hungry striker, even the other night there, you see him get in the box, balls didn't come in, but he was right in the middle of the goals. And I think that's so, so important for a striker. And you, as I keep saying, you can see the amount of goals he scored in Holland, and I can see the reason why he done that, because he wants to score. And it's fantastic when you've got a striker like that. And the wee fella, he gives you the problem with playing that offside, you know. He always gives you that problem, dragging you back in the lounge space for the midfield. Gary, are you off to the match? No, not got no. a ticket, so just watch it in the house with the family. But also um, tune in then, watch the watch the pictures. Barry is going to be on alongside John Hartson. What's the scoreline? I'm going to go 3-0 Celtic. 3 0 that Barry's going woof. <laughs> 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 Gary. To be fair, like, if I could just put it to the guys, like what their kind of favourite derby game was 
in oh, their career. Yeah, we've asked that a couple of times, but here tonight, what your favourite one, Peter? Yeah, I, yeah sorry, I, Barry, I've on got you two. Go. Yeah, I've got two. The, my first old firm goal. Um, we beat yeah. Celtic 5-1 at, at Ibrooks. You just wanted to get that in early? Yeah. <laughs> no, and, and probably the, the the Scottish Cup final 2002. Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was two brilliant teams, I've, I've been honest with you. It was Martin O'Neill's Celtic team. It's one of the great finals, wasn't it? Yeah, you just look at the, the, the front three. Or they could choose for John Hartson, <laughs> Larson, Sutton, guys like that. And you had um, Lennon, Petroff, mm. Thompson. Thompson. Guys like that. Um, in your own team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the team that I played yeah. in was, was fully top-class players um, as well. But the thing for me was it was how professional both city mm -hmm. players were. There was always a mutual respect, always before the game and in interviews, leading up to the games. But that 90 minutes or 94, 95 minutes, it, it was a war. Then after it, you obviously celebrate and I always felt the interviews for both sets of players were always respectful and I like to see that and they are at the moment aren't they it's, yeah they, it's, they, good, it's yeah. good listen yeah. you go out and you, you, you're you desperate granted I'll tell you you're desperate to win you'll do anything to win yeah. during that, that that 90 odd minutes um, but after it you've you've got to be professional and respectful in my eyes I think that comes through the managers both managers I think the way they've handled themselves in times of adversity I think Ange last year the first three games are the three games he'd lost, you know. And Gio, when he was under a little bit of pressure, coming in after Steven Gerrard, you know, when a couple of things Rangers fans weren't happy with. And I think the way they've conducted themselves in disappointing performances, Andrew's not had many, you know, since then. But Gio was under a lot of pressure at different times and I thought he handled it very well. We're all jealous because you two have played in these games so many times. Peter, what was your favourite one then for Gary? The only thing I could say my favourite, obviously I made my debut in the old firm game, you know, uh, and as I say, Ibrox, we get beat 1-0, Bobby Williamson scored overhead kick. So it was a great memory in the respect of making your, because your, your life changes forever. Because yeah. it was a Celtic Rangers mm -hmm. game, it changed forever. Uh, as soon as that final whistle went to even outside again. But I always dreamt of playing the cup final against Rangers. Always, that was my dream. The last day of the season, sunshine, win the cup final against Rangers, we beat them 1-0. We, Joe Miller scored, mm -hmm. and it stopped Rangers winning the treble as well. 88 89 89 sorry because 88 was the double that's right and we Joe scored me 1-1 nil. but we played very well in that particular day it was a mistake with Gary Stephen and me Joe got on the end of it but that was a dream as I say to play in a Scottish Cup final and beat Rangers in the Scottish Cup final so that's what the one I always remember see after your first appearance did you get driven home in a limo or was it the bus did you get uh, <laughs> I think I maybe get the bus because you were in the ground staff weren't you yeah I yeah. think I, I maybe get the bus back hey. go back to London Road and then get the bus back but your life hey. just changed completely yeah. because people all of a sudden talking to you and mm -hmm. you were out and come up to you in the street and I was just I couldn't believe it I just and I that was just, just a, your family who'd ignored you till then they wanted <laughs> absolutely. <tickets. laughs> absolutely but it was incredible but how much your life changed if it had been probably another game people wouldn't have known as much but because it was that particular day that, after that that game on the Saturday come the Monday morning that was your life change and that shows you how big the Celtic Rangers games are Gary thanks for calling enjoy it tomorrow we're going to have a couple of fans joining us remember it happened on Wednesday night yep. um, and we're going to have two fans in tonight there's Gary a Rangers fans coming in and Tino a Celtic supporter will be joining us here in the studio we had great feedback from that 
Yeah, I, I yeah. thought the two guys were, were brilliant yeah. in Wednesday night. Spoke really well. Connor um, and Jason passionate yeah. about their football clubs. Mm. That's yeah. um, but it was good banter. And that's what you. And Connor <laughs> went for four nothing, didn't he not? Uh, oh, he so, did. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ross County, yeah. and we were saying, "Nah, no, before it'll be yeah. tighter than that." It was four one. <laughs> you nearly got the score right. <laughs> Quick break, and then we're back. Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! So we're getting ready for the return of European football, huge nights here in Scotland, and return to the big Euro nights with Steen, one of Scotland's leading mechanical and electrical contractors. Yep, to celebrate, we're taking this Go Radio Football show out of the studio and over to the Radisson Red in Glasgow, overlooking the Clyde. It looks magnificent. And we want you to join us. Celtic Real Madrid on Tuesday. And of course, Wednesday, Ajax against Rangers. If you want to be there, head over to thisisgo.co.uk to register. We'll also have a special Euronights podcast with Steen that will be available to download just after the games. So subscribe to the Go Radio Football Show podcast to automatically receive the newest edition when it lands. Barry, how uh, much are you looking forward to Wednesday? Ajax Rangers, and you're going to be with us at the Radisson yeah, Reds. Yeah, it's been a long time since Rangers have been in the Champions League, and as I, I said, it's it's exciting with the, the the teams you're coming up against, and the players that you're coming up against, and the managers and the coaches. Um, so listen, it's I think it's going to be a great six or eight weeks um, for a lot of top games, and and hopefully the Scottish clubs, both Rangers and Celtic, can do themselves justice. Um, but it's going to be tough because this is the elite competition. This is where the best teams are. And the small matter of Celtic against Real Madrid on Tuesday, Peter. How much are you looking forward to it? Fantastic. As you say, you've got Rangers tomorrow. Then you've got Real Madrid come uh, Tuesday. And it's just fantastic. That's what you've always been looking forward to, yeah. isn't it? You know, that's what everybody's looking forward to. You want to be playing against the best teams. The players want to be playing against the best players. They don't come much bigger than Real Madrid you know and as you say for both Glasgow teams it's fantastic you know when you're bringing out these Euro ties and both of them are involved at the big table and I think that's what we've always been desperate for the both teams to get back to is the big table and that's where they are and hopefully they can go and do their self-justice It's a great card this weekend so at 3 o'clock tomorrow Hibs against Kilmarnock great result for Killian midweek Livingston against Hearts Ross County against Aberdeen and St Johnson St Mirren and Motherwell at home to Dundee United. And what happened to Dundee United the other night after uh, all those I defeats? I there was other games this yeah. week, <laughs> I'm being honest. Yeah, um, yeah I, I did say don't be surprised in Wednesday did, Dundee United yeah. win. It's unbelievable that they had shipped that amount of goals. I think it was 23 goals, Paul, um, over the, the, the few weeks before Jack Ross got yeah. obviously sacked. And uh, they go there and, and are pretty def- defensively sound. I know they concede one goal, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, you wonder why you you wonder why at times um, Jack Ross must have been sitting in the house when that result came through wondering what's going on um, but listen it's a crazy world of football I guess yeah. well for some week here on the Go Radio Football Show and earlier uh, in the week was it Monday night you were with us Tuesday night Stephen Reside was with us good evening Stephen Tuesday night it was uh, and I said when I was on on Tuesday yeah. I think that we needed a striker to, as backup for Kevin Van Dien, we've not just got that. If yep. we get William Monk fit, we've got a striker that can push for that starting place. Well, obviously we could play two up front, but to have these two on our, our books is brilliant, particularly if we get away from it. Essentially, what's happened is Graham Alexander has left 
die wir haben auch gesehen, und nicht mal ist es gerade mal noch hier. Was ist das, Steven? Sorry. Mit der Squad, die wir Alexander Alexander die wir haben. Yeah, he's basically left him Cleo Cleon and he's the Hamels man he's the Rodemona Lisa. Ah, good, good line. <laughs> Peter, what do you think? Louis, he was much loved uh, striker at Motherwell. Hasn't you know? Hasn't I expect him to do. A, uh, yeah, I expect him a lot do a lot better down yeah. south. I must admit, you know, he's, he's right. If he plays as well as he did the last time, and that's always the, the tricky bit because the expectation, you know, it's not the name that's going to score your goals it's the performances and he's got to get that fitness levels up mm. Muller will have done very well whether they play Van Veen and him together I'm sure they could you know mm. maybe change the system even at the back and go with three and play with two strikers up because a lot of managers don't like to give up the middle of the pitch now Mo's got a mixture of performances he can drop in Van Veen likes to play more right up the top I mm. think you know and he likes to be in the box and the ball seems to have been played forward a lot quicker the way Van Veen likes it whether it's crosses coming in from wide or balls getting played forward quicker and I think both him and Molt, if Molt's at his, his form that, he, as I say, he showed previously, he can be a very good partnership. Do you know, Barry, what well, you do know, he scored 50 goals and 98 appearances for Motherwell in the two and a half years before he went to Preston. Yeah, he got his big move to, to yeah. Preston. And like Granted just said there, I expected him to do a lot better. Yeah. Down south, um, sometimes you get a club that suits you. And I think Motherwell suits Molt. Um, there's there's no no doubt he knows where the back of the net is. And... Um, I honestly believe that Stevie Hamill mm -hmm. will do a real good job there. He's made some signings. He's starting to mould his own um, team in terms of the way he wants to, to play. And I think given time, which a lot of managers don't get now, but I'm sure he'll get good banking for the board and obviously the fans because obviously he, he done brilliant as a, a player there. I think in time, he'll do a right good job there. And Stephen, how much did you enjoy uh, the other night, that 4-0 win? A great result against Inverness. Well, when I was on, I said it might be tight. Yep. It certainly wasn't tight. <laughs> uh, we, we, Joe Effort, he looked amazing. He's someone that has um, been quite inconsistent since he came in, but he looked to be had confidence, and that's something that's massive for a winger. And then you, you see the club he force coming through as well. Mm -hmm. Young lad in Miller, 16 year old, getting a debut as the youngest ever player to play for Motherwell. So, um, I'm really excited about the season going forward. I think the squad's got a good balance to it. There was a few people saying that we don't have enough at centre-back. Mm -hmm. we'll maybe get three recognised centre-backs there, but Paul McGinn can slot in if needed. So I'm not worried about that. I think we'll get plenty of options and it's really exciting season ahead now. Are you, final point, what's the scoreline tomorrow? Because Dundee United, I mean, a few days ago we would have said home win, but you're slightly worried that they've somehow got um, a bit of bottle back I think it's going to be a draw because I mm. think there's going to be a reaction from United but I think we're playing that well just now that we can we can get something from the game because uh, you always get that new manager well not new manager bounce, but you always get that reaction when somebody's sacked so um, I'm expecting that from Dundee United tomorrow Stephen, thanks a lot for coming on and for coming in the other night. We'll see you again soon and good luck uh, with the podcast. You're entering a big competition. We'll talk. We'll put it on our socials as well. Cheers, Stephen. Thank you. Thanks, thanks very Stephen. much, Bye. Stephen Reside. Peter, you know that he goes around the country and he does a podcast about well, lots of things. He knows his football inside out, loves his mother, but also facilities for disabled people. So important. Always yep. was. Uh, my grandfather, unfortunately, he was in a wheelchair, so I know exactly what it is and how important it is to everybody. And as you say, it's wanted to be super inclusive for everybody in football. 
And I'm just thinking about players that switch off, Barry. And it's everywhere, and you see some of the money in the Obama Yangs and all that. You know what, what he didn't do, and it's not just him. When you speak to people like Stephen, football is a huge part of their it's life, life, isn't it? It's a life, yeah. and it's a lot of football fans um, love their clubs mm. and. They travel everywhere, yeah. everywhere to go and watch them. I mean, yeah, just come back. You look at, I was watching the Celtic game, for instance, a Wednesday night up yeah. at Dingwall. Yeah. They've Absolutely. got two stands. Absolutely, Absolutely. fantastic. Full, and you see that with Rangers when they play away yeah. from home. Mm. So the money that these guys spend mm. to go and watch their teams is, is phenomenal. And then the Keswick Bridge was shut or something afterwards. I mean, I just saw it afterwards. You know, people, they must get home at two, three in the morning. And then straight to work. Back to work. Six, mm. six in the morning, quite a few friends doing it, you know, and it? That is their life and yep. that'll never ever change and that's why you've always got to be respectful of that as a footballer you've always got to, as I said to you the other night there the name on the back that means nothing it's a badge in the front and you're always representing that and that's why these people turn up wherever they go So it's the big one tomorrow 12.30 Celtic against Rangers we're on air from 12 so we heard from Ange Postacoglu let's hear from Giovanni Van Bronckhurst about the Rangers injuries Ben is uh, training with the squad at the moment so that's uh, that looks very positive Kamar is also close to uh, to rejoin the group hopefully in, in the next couple of weeks you know John and Philip uh, I think will be uh, will be a longer absence I hope uh, I can give you more update after the weekend and, and Haji is, is doing his program. Of course, he had a, a long-term injury, so hopefully we get him back uh, after the, um, the break from the World Cup. But uh, as I said before, Haji is on schedule, but you know it's a very long-term injury, so hopefully we have him back uh, around Christmas. Where do you want to go with that, Barry? So many injuries. Yeah, th- that, that's why I was a bit surprised that he didn't bring one or two faces in. Um, but listen the, the good sign is that there's a couple training on the pitch there's a couple only a, a couple of weeks away um, but my worry is they're going to be light up top I don't know how Kmar Roof is going to be after being injured again I really like Roof yes, I really yeah. like him I think he's got a lot of quality great movement again can link up knows where the back of the net is but my only issue is you can't get him a run of games yep. it's two or three games and then he's injured again and then obviously you've got Sholak who's scoring and then the problems over the last couple of weeks with Morelos. So I'm surprised that he didn't look to maybe bring in another striker. Um, but listen, it looks, of all things, are, are rosy with Morelos just now. His attitude's changed. So maybe that's the reason why Gio didn't um, go into the transfer market. It also shows you how difficult, Paul. Southampton signed an under-19 England international yesterday for £10 million. £10 million. So that's what we're up against. Yep. You know, we've got to understand that. And the supporters at times are saying, oh, we should have brought this one or should have brought that. And that's what you're up against when you're going down south because there's a lot of players down in England who could play for Celtic and Rangers, you know, in the respect to that, who are not probably in the Manchester City first team or Manchester United yep. first team. But it's just impossible to afford them. And these guys are not playing and they're still coming to massive clubs, but they just cannot get anywhere near their wages. Could, yeah. p- could part of it be, there's breaking news, Rangers, uh, along with Leicester... Chelsea, Borussia Dortmund and Barcelona have been placed on a UEFA watch list. There's 19 clubs, including Rangers, to ensure they comply with new club financial licensing rules. So it's the it's the financial fair play. They fulfilled uh, UEFA's break-even requirement. This is Rangers. So they fulfilled the break-even last season. But the UEFA have said they were only able to do so 
due to the application of COVID-19 measures or positive historical results. It's complicated, it's financial news, um, but maybe, Barry, that is part of it, that Rangers were constrained on spending. Okay, but we'll need to wait and see. Sure. I, I'm sure that they'll release a statement after the, the weekend yep. and we'll be more clear um, about it, whether Gio couldn't mm. go and, and dip into the transfer market um, or not. So it'll be interesting to see. But if you're asking me, what's my opinion? No, no, I'll exactly need to go and yeah. I'll need to read up, Mitt Paul. You'll need we'll, to give we'll, me a couple of days. We'll get Peter's financial advisor on. <laughs> no. Simon Jordan will be on. <laughs> right, listen, so for Celtic, they're talking there about Kyogo, um, probably playing, what about Gikamakis? For Rangers, you know, before you could have said it would have been Morellas and maybe whoever else we talked about, Kemar Roof. At the moment, though, Morellas is back in the squad. Cholak surely will start. But here's the manager speaking about the Colombian star. Alfredo is, uh, is in the squad for tomorrow. I had good talks with him um, last Sunday, so uh, I think he understood the message and uh, and also uh, you know worked hard to be back and to help the team because uh, he's still a quality player with a lot of threat in front of goal. So um, you know he's been training uh, this week was very positive. So he will be uh, included in the squad for uh, for tomorrow. Peter, what do you think? Um, not just tomorrow, but Morelos, is there that road to redemption for him this season? Scores goals, that's the most important thing, keeps himself yeah. fit, wins him games. The great story about Romario walking off training, Bobby Robson shouted on him and he gives him the fingers and he brings the players together and says to them, listen, what do you think, guys? Can you maybe never play for us again? Or what do you want? And at that time, Romario was scoring hat-tricks every week and the players said, no, that's fine, boss. So they accepted anything he'd done. They accepted to keep him in the squad. And if the Rangers boys are willing to accept that with Morellas, not being the top professional going with what the manager said last week, you know, but they think he's an, um, an asset to them. The players do think that and the manager thinks he's an asset. But nobody's big, it should be bigger than Rangers Football Club. But it's interesting the manager's brought him back because it was a big call, as I say, to leave him out. I think it's an even bigger call to bring him back in. Nobody's bigger than the club. And you found that out, Barry, as well. Yeah. You know, with Walter. Yep, I had to leave. Um which was disappointing but listen I understood the situation that I had to go and, and kind of reinvent myself I had talks with the club and look the message is clear with Gio there it's clear ship up eh, or ship yeah. out shape up sorry or ship out yeah. no doubt about it and it's clear that he's shown a real good attitude now it's okay doing that for a week or two he needs to now continue that because you hear what Gio's saying Gio clearly rates him he's clearly an asset to Rangers when he's fit so let's hopefully see him fit and back on the pitch and producing the displays that we've seen uh, before he get injured. Because I do honestly believe when he's on it, he has a real, real handful. And he, again, what Granty mentioned there, he does the hardest thing in football. He scores goals, but also he brings a lot to the team as well. He's a physical presence. But listen, what's happened now, I'm sure Gilles want to put it to the side and hopefully now the coming weeks we'll see the real Morelos um, do you think maybe the fact that they have qualified for Champions League has given them this last no, chance? I, I just think Gio's just sat him down and says, look, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with the, the, the condition, the shape, because you've got to be an athlete now. See, you play modern day football, you've got to be an athlete. Now, no matter if you're out for five days, five weeks, five months, you've got to look after yourself. Because uh, if you're not in condition, you'll get found out. You'll get found out. No transfers in yesterday for Rangers. And uh, well, he talked about Kamara as well because there was the rumour that he was off to Nice. I always wanted to keep uh, keep Glenn. I mean, uh, you know, we get many offers for, for, for players. I think for, for Glenn as well. 
So for me, it was I was always clear with Glenn that I didn't want to lose him because he's an important part of this this squad, and uh, he will make his uh, contribution this season uh, again, like he did uh, also last year. Peter, that would have been hard to believe, wouldn't it, if they'd lost Glenn Kamara? Absolutely, probably the Champions League money plus the two other boys going out the door, the money they got for them. You know what does that bring? It seventy million or something mm-hmm. like that. So that's probably allowed them to keep him in the door, especially knowing that. Maybe he knew what we're getting the breaking news and night. Financially, there is an issue, so they can't bring anybody else in, so they couldn't allow Kamara to go because they wouldn't have been able to replace him. You know, the, all these things fire in. We're only reading between the lines. Uh, Kamara's a very good player for them. He's a very good player. There's no doubt of that. And it'd have been fantastic as a Celtic supporter if he'd have went and just weakened Rangers. There's no doubt of that. And that's the thing you get back, back to Morella's situation. They've got one number nine at this moment in time. You know, that's where he's let his, his manager and his supporters and everybody else down. They've got one number nine, what you would call a number nine. Scott Arfield's probably your other goal scorer, you know, in that respect to that. So that's what all the disappointments come for that. And it's time for him to shape up. It's time for the, the Rangers fans to let him know that as well. Because too many times they've been singing his name, yeah. you know, and he's been letting them down and giving a lot of other people criticism. Remember the manager they gave criticism me for swapping one with Roof? If Roof was fit, I think there'd be a different situation. Yeah. If Roof was fit, I don't think Morelos would be there. Barry? I'm going to stick my neck out and I think he'll come back stronger than ever. Morelos. And I think he'll be here to stay at Rangers. 2nd of September, Barry Ferguson says yeah, he'll I do, be back stronger I, I do, than I ever. I think this is what's needed. How that, many goals? That, but stronger than ever, right. Yeah, so I honestly believe yeah. this is the, the kick up the backside he's needed. And I think you'll see him to just some top performances and get back into that starting 11 and on the bench tomorrow could you see him coming on well listen Sholak's yeah. it's his position to lose because I'll be honest with you he's done brilliantly the big man knows how to how to score a goal he's um, flying in have you got your teams ready then <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, yeah you're I've ready given my team. I know you did yeah. the other day you'll give it again just after this the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! I want to say thanks to everyone who's making the switch. The numbers are going up and up listening to the podcast. Thank you. A message came in uh, too late for the show uh, last night, which came in from the McCanns who are listening in in Lanarkshire, saying I uh, used to listen to you, Paul, in the, uh, a few years ago, um, <laughs> and my dad used to fix your old Mini. I remember my first car, the Mini. <laughs> Yeah, still got it. No, uh, so used to f- uh, fix it up. It's great to hear from you. Hope all the McCanns are well. Is that Fergus McCann? No, it's not <laughs> Fergus. Uh, I did, you know no. what? I was just about to say yeah. that. I'll tell you where it was. I remember it was Tannock Side in Uddingston. It wasn't far from Jimmy Johnson's house. It was just up the hill there. Tannock Side, they were quite eh? posh, actually, I remember. Uh, Tannock oh, yeah. Side, that's yeah. just outside View Park. That's used right. to play. My first ever cup final with the school oh. was played at Tannock Side Juniors. That was uh, Thornywood Juniors. Of course, Thornywood. Yeah, Thornywood Juniors. Yep. And that was in Tannockside against Tannockside Primary. We right. played them in three finals that year and beat them three times. There you are. There you Peter go. Grant forgets nothing. We were just talking Absolutely. about your brother Derek when he was playing at Rangers when you were a lad. He would be training up and down the Bogs Bray. Yeah, he'd be running yeah. down the Bogs Bray round Strackley Park and back up with a bin bag on. <laughs> yeah. Over sweat his head. It out. And I used to think when I was younger, I used to look and I think, oh, why is he doing that? Then I started getting into it. And Danny, whoever, every day, Danny McGrain, every yeah. single day, trained with a bin bag, a wet top, and a heavy jumper. Is that right? Yeah. Every single day. But he's done it on a Sunday because it was out on a Saturday. I realised he was a wee bit old. <laughs> <laughs> Did he look better 
then in the bin bag than he does now with the suits and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's still in the other station, isn't he? He's on uh, yeah, what station? BBC uh, or any other short brands. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's good. Good Hamilton or Bells Hill man as well. Let's go to, well, we'll go to Bells Hill. It wasn't planned. Kevin is on the line. Hi, Kevin. How you doing? How you doing? Good. Hi, Kevin. I just looked up and saw you were Bells Hill. Your Bogs Bridge ever run up and down around Strathclyde Park? Um, no, I wasn't quite. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 used, I played with Holy Family. All right. Um, Moss End. Yep. Yeah. We know. Mario know that. Yeah. So, Holy Family, Longmuir. Yeah, I was a school. I, I went to Longmuir. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That was that. Yeah. So, anyway, we'll, let's bring. We'll, all right. Yeah. Okay. Let's bring it back to tomorrow. This is a mini old film. I know. The eyes of the world and the ears are did on. Did we play against each other, Kevin? Yeah, we did. Oh. Aye. Right, okay. Um, set, Kevin, what are you I... thinking for tomorrow? It's got to be a high school game, I think. Um, I think, I know I'm a Celtic support, I'm going to blow Rangers away tomorrow. Mm, that's, in, mm, that's As I say, Kevin, I know what you're saying because I think going forward 100%, I think I'd say that's where if I was a Rangers support, I'd be worried. With the, the the front six really, um, they've got good quality people that can set up chances and people that can take them. I think, as I say, I think they give up too many chances. Um, still at this moment in time, and that's my concern. Probably because Rangers have only got the one number nine at this moment in time, it may be better, a bit easier. But they've not got as many goals throughout the team as I say, unless Arfield plays because he seems to be the only other one that scores goals really. Um, I think that's where Celtic could see this game and I don't mean comfortably tomorrow because they never are and Forum goes completely out the window always has done and as I say but I, I agree with you that if the front line can do it right and we can defend properly at the back which is always important and it's so important how you start the game but I think if we go in front I think I'll find it difficult for Rangers to come back into it, that's for sure. Let's hear, let's hear the manager before I put that to Barry. Here's Ange Postacoglu about the psychology of the game. You recognise that you know, there's a game on tomorrow, we've got to play well. And if we win and we think that that's going to give us some massive advantage that means that we don't have to play well the week after, then we've got no chance. So, you know, it's still very early in the season. There's still uh, plenty of games to be played. And, you know, the, you know the, the, the whole psychological aspect of it. And like I said, some people use it and some people, you know, think it, there's there's merit in it. I, I just I just don't buy into it. I never have. Like I said to me, it's not that I don't I treat every game the same for for any other reason that I want to win every game. There's no game out there that I don't want to win or my team to win. So whether that puts us one point ahead or five points behind or, mate, there's a game to be won, that's what we're going to try and do tomorrow. Barry? He speaks well. That's one thing. Yeah. I, I've always said that about Poster Coggle. He's, he's really impressed me, if I'm being honest with you. Um, his attitude towards football is it's one game at a time, no matter if it's Rangers or St Martin. They play one way and that's to win games of football. And I said that. Look, going forward, they are scary at times. Mm. They are. And that's one thing that Rangers need to match and need to make sure that they're, they're real, really solid and compact and as I said that, that I think that's the game plan that Gio will go in with he'll go in with a, 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 an away European type performance where he'll try and hit them in the wider areas where the full backs come in to become they, they call it inverted full backs yeah. now come in and become central midfielders it leaves gaps where mm-hmm. centre backs generally don't like going out 
into the full back areas and that's where I think Rangers will try and hurt them if, Rangers, if Celtic give the ball away then they'll need to spring quickly and that's where you can hurt Celtic but one thing about Celtic is they're going to come out the traps mm -hmm. Rangers have got to be prepared for that that first five minutes ten minutes Rangers need to make sure that they don't concede but the manager the manager's right you always take the next game as the most important game but let's not be kidded Celtic v Rangers there is not a better feeling than beating Rangers when you're a Celtic player supporter whatever any affiliation to Celtic it'll be vice versa for Rangers you know it does give you the shot of, it doesn't mean you're going to win the league but what it does give you it gives you a couple of weeks respite and the respect of the criticism that comes along with losing a Celtic Rangers game but it's so important that then the next game you have to back it up mm -hmm. that's fact you know and I said earlier in the, a couple of weeks ago that this is as close as it's going to be because it's going to be down to the, the results between each other I think because I don't think any of the other teams are near to them that's what I don't think I don't think there's many teams will take points off the, other, the Celtic or Rangers this year Kevin here's your captain uh, Cal speaking as they call him uh, Cal doesn't the manager calls him here's what he's saying about the game plan for tomorrow you know obviously you, you want to dominate the game and, and obviously come out on the, on the winning side um, we know every game's different when you go into these games they can throw up different challenges anything can happen really in the game but you know, of course, your intention is to start the game well. You know, get after the game, get get your rhythm, and, and and get the speed in the ball. So, you know, that's exactly the way we'll attack the game tomorrow. And you know, let's see how it pans out. That we might need something different, or you know, hopefully we can go and impose our game plan and, and try and be successful in the game. Rangers shouldn't be surprised with anything tomorrow. Exactly what Callum McGregor just says there. I know that. I'm sure Gio knows that. And the team. You'd be talking around about dinner the night. Listen, we've got to be prepared for this. You know what? They're going to come. They're going to come out like a steam train. They're going to move the ball quickly and they're going to interchange. So they need to be focused and concentrated um, for me. Yeah. And if they're like that, then Rangers will have a real good chance. If you're manager at Rangers tomorrow, how are you going to play or how are you going to start the game? Oh, no, I don't mean necessarily start the game. You know what I would do, Grant? You know, I've done against Celtic. I know, I know they had made a couple of changes, but they still had a real strong team out yeah, against yeah. when I was at Alloa. Yes. See, when the full-backs come inside, mm -hmm. I told my wide players not to go in with them. You might get overcrowded in the central area, but do not move in, yeah. in with them, and then we can maybe hit them on the counter that's, just, that's what I'm saying, because I see a lot of teams here now... They follow them away in. Uh, and they're trying to play out for the back as well. Mm -hmm. So Celtic's front six are already steaming in and stealing the ball off you. They're already taking off you. Aberdeen a couple of times went longer and were very successful mm -hmm. with the flick and the run. And they got a chance from it. Hart's done the exact same. Mm -hmm. Got a flick and a run and got a big chance with a Joe. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's my concern. See, see when you I know, watch them quite a lot, they want to try and isolate Jota, Mieda, Abada. They want to isolate them in the wide areas one-on-one because -on -one, yeah. that's where they're best at. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, so if, if it's Barisic against Mieda, it's one-on-one. -on -one. If Kent doesn't go away inside, then Kent can double up with, with Barisic. That's the, the way that I think you've got to approach the game. Are they slower than game? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. I, I've always said that. and That's why, if you went to both sets of supporters, it doesn't matter who's playing well, they're all nervous going to the game because yeah. they never know what to expect. Yeah. And I think players and managers are the exact same. You know, we're sitting here as pundits now, knowing we'd played in the games, you never knew what to expect. It didn't matter how well you were playing and how poorly Rangers or whatever were playing or vice versa it was always a game and there was always something threw itself up there was always something the unexpected something happened and that's what you've got to be prepared for how do you react to that and that's what I think if Celtic go in front I don't think Rangers have got the firepower 
to come back. And Barry, before Kevin goes, your team, Rangers team tomorrow? McLaughlin, Bar- Captain Tavernier. Bar- yep. Golson, Sands, Barisic, um, Lundstrom, and Kamara. Tillman in front. I think Arfield will start on the right, playing inside a wee bit. Kent yeah. on the left and Sholak through the middle. Peter, your Celtic team. Do you know ask Kevin? Yeah, I, do you want me to do it? No, no. I will in a minute get something. I'll go yeah. Hart, Juranovic, Vickers, Starfield, Taylor, McGregor, O'Reilly, Hatati, Abad, eh, sorry, Maeda, Kyogo, Jota. My only two that I'd be question mark was would it be Mo Jens at centre back or would it be eh, Yabada? But I definitely think the manager will go with Maeda. Kevin, do you think he'll go with Maeda or Abada? I would put Jack Marcus. I would put him. Start. Would you alongside uh, Kyogo? It depends why why what, what, what's the play because it, it could be anything. It's, we don't know till tomorrow. So okay. No, I think the only thing with that is yeah. it's very much a not partnership that's played together. No. You know, Kyogo wants to play through the middle on the shoulder or off the shoulder, really, and he'd have to play wide. Yeah, he'd have to play wide. Yeah, and I think he's not going to. He's either, it's either going to be a badder for me or Mieda. But I definitely think he's got a system of playing. Granny. Absolutely, and he's, he's not going to change. He's not going to change that system. Kevin, what's your scoreline? Four now. Ooh, Who for? for a bit. <laughs> 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 uh, Barry was right. Holy family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Oh wait. Oh wait. Seventeen. Seventeen. Seven hundred. Thanks for calling in. Loads of calls. Loads of messages coming in as well. Question for you, Barry. Jimmy's been on the line on the socials at Go Football Show. Um, he's asking Barry. Morelos, if he scores the winner tomorrow, is all forgiven. I think you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he will be. Yeah. Um, but the but the Rangers fans, but I'm just um I'm just happy that his attitude I, mean, I hear it in Gio. Gio's very honest in his interviews and we spoke about both the Rangers and Celtic managers when they speak. They speak honestly and openly, which yeah. I like. Yeah. And you hear that Gio wasn't happy a couple of weeks ago. He was having a chat with him to see how his attitude was, had the chat on Sunday and clearly He's shown the attitude that gives him the opportunity to be involved in the squad. And now what he needs to do is continue it. Because Morelos, as you heard what Gio said, he's got so much to offer the Rangers team. Well, you've said in the first hour, Barry, you think, you've predicted that Alfredo Morelos will be stronger than ever this season yep. with Rangers and he'll be re-signing. I'll ask you um, after the break. In fact, we're going to be joined by Tino and Gary, a Celtic and a Rangers fan. Peter, you're up for it as well very much. We'll get your prediction. Short moment, stand by. <laughs> I wonder what the predictions will be. Yeah. And the news is next. Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! Two men with us who've played in so many Celtic Rangers games. Peter Grant wore the green and white. Barry Ferguson wore the Rangers top so many. It was, it was always the blue against Celtic. It's, and same for Celtic. It's always the first team. Did you ever play... 
and anything but no. the blue. It's always got no. to be, isn't it? Rangers yeah. and Celtic. It's, it's got, got to be. Yeah, yeah. Green. But you know they do much things. Of course. I said, did it ever happen? Did they no, ever change uh, it? Well, never. Not yeah. in my time. No. I can't remember. No. Even when I was a kid growing up. No, we'll start that hour again yeah. Hello, welcome back to the Go Radio Football Show And in the studio, at the Celtic end We've got Tino, who joined us last season from Bodwell Hi Tino, how are you? Hi Paul, yep, yep. Doing well, thanks. good to see you And also Gary from Shawlands on the south side Hi Gary How you doing? First time caller mate, I ain't sure <laughs> I'm not too sure yeah. Tino's a Celtic supporter yeah. and he's standing beside me Well we're bringing and it together yeah, right. exactly. true, true. We've got, we've got Listen, there's hands across the water yeah. <laughs> Less than 24 hours to go before this game So there might be a bit of kicking going on here 18 hours Barry before the big one I've got my shinies on here under yeah. the desk yeah, You'll need them <laughs> No it's great, that we shouldn't need it But the food bank, isn't it brilliant That both sets of supporters are supporting that I know it happens a lot uh, We shouldn't need it they're doing that tomorrow and let's hope there's great respect between the two of the headlines today. Well, it was Rangers with more of the headlines because Tom Lawrence is out and uh, Alfredo Morelos is in the squad and uh, James Tavernier is playing. So was there a bit of a doubt about him? There was a doubt year? earlier on in on the week, mm-hmm. which would have been a huge miss because I, I think Tavernier, I'm sure Gary will agree with me, I think over the last couple of years has been exceptional. His numbers... Um, in terms of games, assists, goals, I know a lot of people say quite a few of them are penalties, but you've still got to go up and slot it in the back of the net. I think he's been absolutely immense and um, he's a, been a proper leader for Rangers over the last few seasons. Yeah, absolutely. He's just went on leaps and bounds since, mm. obviously, his arrival, taking over the captaincy. Gerard coming in and he's just went straight up. He's a leader on the park, leader off the park. If he was out, like there's no one really to replace him. He's kind of... The main yeah, man. I don't know if you watched the game, Gary, and and um, Wednesday, sorry, Tuesday night against Queen of the South. Young boy, Divine. I, I was really impressed. I, I've heard quite a lot about him. That's the first time I've really seen him. And look, he's only young. I know he signed a, a new long-term contract, but he looks if like he's got the tools. If he keeps working hard and keeping his head down and his feet in the ground, I'm sure the young lad, Divine's got a big future. You know, I think that's what the difference probably is at this moment team between the two teams. You know, when you're talking about Juranovic, we know probably Rawlson comes in. You know, and that that's experience. what I'm saying, that, that experience of playing the games that they've played now. But when I said about Rawlson probably at the start of last season, you're saying that about him now because of the amount of games he's played and how well he done last season. And I think that's maybe for Celtic have that edge. That if they have an injury, which happens throughout, and why the manager's built such a big squad, and it's interesting seeing the amount of numbers, you don't realise the amount of players they've let go in this period here as well there's a lot of numbers went out there but they still have that squad strong enough and I think that was the difference when you watched the game at Ross County compared to the Queen of the South and I think that's where the advantage is when Rangers lose Tom Lawrence that's a massive blow if Kyogo goes out you're bringing in a Jack Amakis and I think that's probably the difference of where both teams are at this moment in time Gary, you worried about Tom Lawrence not being fit? every old firm game it seems we always seem to get a player kind of injured on the week leading up to it so it's no difference it's, I think it's part of what we've got but we've got players to come in we'll be fine and but Arfield will be fine we'll be fine love that we'll be fine love that yeah. <laughs> straight in you're, what, you're 6'2 or something yeah. Yeah. straight in towards that microphone we can only stretch to one at the moment but the figures are going up so we'll get another one um, do you know for Celtic, uh, what a start to the season. We did say at the beginning, if you get, what are your worries for tomorrow or concerns? Um, 9-0 last week could hardly have been better. Are you battle-hardened, your players, in that you've only had six games, Rangers have had uh, ten? Yeah, I think the fact that Rangers have had two games a week, you could argue it's maybe gone for them because they you know, they find their feet, find their stride, but 
Celtic six for six, and maybe that week between games is actually done in the world of good. I know Ange, you know, likes to get his players on the training pitch and spend some good time. So the results are speaking for themselves. The you know the Hearts game was a wee bit stickier, but all other games it's been really really good to see. Transfer window, how do you feel about it? It's closed now. What about Celtic? I think it's almost perfect. So you know, a big challenge. Well, there's a few things at play. First thing is keeping all your key players. You know, there was talk about Juranovic maybe moving on. He's he stayed around as has everyone else. Other guys on the fringe, Ayetis, Barkas, Ball and Goalie, Julian, big earners, Dairovsky, and you've brought in pretty much cover in every position. So, yeah, got to be happy with that. Peter? No, oh, I agree. I agree. There's not much else the manager could have done. Yep. As I say, trying to bring in the quality that you're looking for is not easy. Financially, it's not easy, and there's no getting away from that. The managers and that would know the players that would come in right away and could make your squad better and be actually starters for you. But it's impossible to, as I said, we spoke about Southampton earlier on, bringing a 19-year-old boy in for £10 million. That just can't happen up here. It's impossible, no matter how much money you spend. So you have to try and nurture, or you have to try and find a few diamonds. What the manager managed to do last year with the Kyogos and all this, the Hitatis, Carter Vickers coming in on loan, Jota coming in on loan, and they were fortunate enough they were managed to keep one of them because they'd done that well other clubs would have been interested but their boys decided to stay in with the success that the club had last year and as I say were better for it there is no doubt from it and that, that's where it gave the manager a better platform to start from and he's just added the other ones it's not as if you were losing players you didn't expect to lose you know and they've managed to as I say bring other ones in to strengthen the group and I think that's always the important thing Do you want to hear from the manager of the month and it's uh, AP himself You understand the, the, the sort of impact it has particularly as you said on our supporters um, in these games but um, all that's pretty much irrelevant if you don't play well I mean I, I've always laid stock in one thing and that is you go out there and you play your football and, and try and be the best you can be and all this other stuff tends to take care of itself. I think if you if if you need extra motivation tomorrow than you did on Wednesday night or that you may need on Tuesday night, then you're never going to be successful. Our motivation has to be the same every time we're out there to, and, and that is to, to be the best we can be, play our football. And, you know, um, we understand the significance of it uh, to our fans. We understand the significance of it in terms of the league, but that shouldn't mean that we're more motivated tomorrow than we were on Wednesday night. And I haven't seen any evidence of that from the players. You know, they treat every game with equal respect and, and you know, equal desire to be successful. Gary, you'd have to admit, Barry said it earlier, he talks great talks, sense, doesn't he? Talks a very good yeah. game. Like, comes across very honest, very clear in what he wants, what he gets. The players have obviously bought into it in the last what, year and a bit yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's got one kind of game plan that he wants gets it out of them he's getting the best out of them at the moment so as hard pains may say but <laughs> yeah yes, he seems to be doing the business at the moment I don't think he's learned that much because he said there and out you know what he'd rather play well I can honestly say my hand on my heart I'm maybe no speaking for maybe I'm speaking for Barry here it was one game that you didn't care how you played you just wanted to win mm-hmm. you know you just wanted to win it and make sure the other games of course you have to you want uh, the clubs you've got to play well and win games but it was the one game that you didn't matter how the team played, you wanted to win that game so desperately, as you do with every other game. But that Celtic Rangers game is something different that you'll give up the performance to win. Grant plays that to Ferguson. Yeah, take I it agree up. with what that. Listen, I, I don't care if Rangers go there and are dominated by possession 80-20 and they only have one attempt and goal and Rangers come away from Celtic Park 1-0. I'll be delighted. And I'm sure the players would be... <laughs> look, I've played many old firm games where... I was really poor. My teammates were poor as well, but we came away with a, a result. I mean, nice and on the cake as if you have a good yeah, game and of course. 
everything's rosy but sometimes listen you've got to battle to get the three points and that's what it'll be tomorrow because you know what you're coming up against look Celtic ain't going to change the way they play it's not going to be like they're going to come out and shock Rangers Rangers know what they're up against they're up against a team who are really at it going forward and as I've repeated myself brilliant interchanging move the ball really quick you just need to match that you need to match the energy of Celtic and if you do that then I think Rangers will have a right good chance Tino, for you, uh, you'd admire a lot that's happened with Celtic so far this season. Who are the standouts for you? And you would you play Maeda tomorrow or the hat-trick man from last week? Yeah, Adam? I mean, uh, Peter was saying, I agree with Peter's team. I think the, the two big calls are Starfelt or Jens, and I go Starfelt, and it's Maeda, Maeda or Abada. Why Starfelt, first of all? I just think he's got that partnership and he's played in this game a few times before. So just from that point of view, maybe if we were a few weeks down the line, Jens might have got the nod and, and he's impressed fairly well. Uh, Abada I, I really like and he's full of energy 20 years of age full of goals but I think Ange loves Maeda and I think if it comes down to it Maeda often gets an odd more, more for his work rate than anything you know I think Abada's the better player but Maeda puts in a real shift See as a player then, uh, you played with a player with that energy I loved it somebody who was done the, I, I said the dirty side of the game I, I look listen it's good to have him quality on the ball I, I played with a guy who was brilliant I, I would have him my Best 11, Neil McCann. Yep. See the dirty side of the game? He was brilliant. I think great going forward, but I tell you what, see if you were in a battle, he would do it. And that's what my head is like. He's, the amount of running, the guy that sometimes you run past the fullback, his own fullback to go and um, make an uh, interception. Um, but he, he has a pre- impressed me. He doesn't score as much as the other players, right? But the work rate, I'm sure if you ask the Celtic players that play with him, they'll appreciate a guy like that. It's great you're in with us. Sorry, Peter, you come in and then you've got questions for, for Barry uh, and Peter because it's a great chance for you instead of me asking them hear what you're really thinking. Get some sense from me. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> no, but it is. It's so important. You have your players. There's always a mixture. There's always a mixture of players that you've got there, you know, and you think to yourself, well, why would I play this one? And that's the manager's call because you've got, really, when you look through the Celtic team, they've got a, two players for each position, maybe in some cases three for each position. And it's making that call and the right call. And you're working with them every day and people question the manager, but he's working with He sees who's got the spark. But the one thing about Mieda, and I watched Kyogo last week, I don't know if you see the kick-off after it was 6-0 or 7-0, he went and pressed the goalkeeper. You know, and that tells you enough about the team ethic at this moment in time because that's the expectation from each other. And I think that's, the manager's going with that now. And I think, it, as I said, a couple of changes earlier, year, but I think Mieda's done that in every single game. But an Aberdeen game, I didn't think they played as well as they could. In the Hearts game, I didn't think they played as well as they could. But the one thing with his, was his work ethic to spark at different times in that game, to spark the crowd, which is important. You know, to spark the crowd and all that, his work ethic was phenomenal and I think that's why I'll get the nod tomorrow. Even though, when Abada played the game, the 3-0 game at Celtic Park the last time, <laughs> he tore Pingo apart, Barisic apart, you know. So that's maybe why the thought process is in the manager's head because he got the, the three goals the other night there as well. So that's maybe that why he's only got that question mark. Before your questions, let's hear from GVB. Why no late transfers yesterday? I think we've done our um, business quite early in the window. We had to do it. You know, more than happy that uh, with the squad we have at the moment, you know, we achieved our goal in reaching the, the Champions League. As I said before, I was quite relaxed because you know, I think that the, the squad is there. Of course, you will always keep an eye on, on possibilities to strengthen your squad uh, with opportunities will, that will make you better. But uh, if that's not the case, then uh, 
you know, we uh, that's why we decided to bring no new players. But, you know, I'm happy with the players we've got in now. I'm happy with the... Uh, uh, reaching the group stage phase of the Champions League. So, for me, that's our many positives. Gary, you happy? No, not really. You're disappointed. <laughs> no, yeah. not disappointed. Obviously, we did our business a bit early on. We got a lot of players in, kind of came from nowhere. Obviously, your Tillman's, Lawrence deals get done really quickly. But you beat PSV, Champions League money's guaranteed. You've got, what, 10 days to go out, buy someone. You've got the money, it's guaranteed. And just, there was nothing, not... Obviously, Ross Bartley was the kind of one mentioned. That's a free transfer. It'd just been a contract. I genuinely thought we'd have went out and spent a couple of million at least on something. I think. I think if you ask most Rangers supporters, they would have expected some sort of activity. Um, but I just heard Jill say a thing there. He kept his eyes open. Obviously, there was players that he liked but couldn't get. And I don't think there's any point in bringing them in for the numbers. Don't don't go and waste money. Um, but I, I do I, I trust you um, he knows the game inside out I know him I played with him I spoke to him plenty of times to know that he's he's intelligent enough um, but it was just the forward area I don't know what Gary thinks obviously the Morelos situation is sorted out mm. now thankfully Sholak then came, came our roof I always believe you need four strikers at a club four. came our roof yeah. I really like injury prone you don't know as I said previously, you don't know how he's going to react when he comes back. So I, I did expect at least, if not a striker, maybe another wide player. Um, but listen, Gio seems happy enough with the squad. So, um, as I said, I, I trust him. And we'll yeah, see the likes of Bartley yeah. that, the likes of Bartley that, because their contract's been paid up prior to the window, yeah. you can still get him. Mm. Do you think he might? Possibility, Rangers yeah. just might go yeah, for him. Yeah, they may, they may look at that because they think, see where financially they are. You know, and I think that's certain things that can happen. There's a lot of guys who prefer to be out of contract now mm -hmm. because their club's getting injuries, obviously, and they can come in and take them. But if they're out of contract, they're in a better position than being in contract yesterday. Gary, do you fancy Ross Barkley? I would take a punt, absolutely. Um, he's proven it in the Premier League. What was he, about 30, 30 odd international appearances mm -hmm. for England as well? It's one of the great mysteries what it's, happened to him. Yeah, he's it? obviously he's went to the heights of Chelsea, and then he's obviously not mm -hmm. hit the heights there, uh -huh. but. Went to Everton, he was obviously quite good at Everton as well, showed up, big games, got goals. He's playing the Premier League, so I think he could come up here and absolutely do a job. I, I think he's a, a fantastic player, but my worry is what's happened over the last 18. But that's it, Barry, 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 you know yourself, you're down in England. London's a place you can get lost in. Mm -hmm. And if you're a young man down there, you know, it's very easy. Because it's not like up here where everybody notices where you go. Yeah. There's a superstars down there, film stars, you name it. So you can get lost and go in and do whatever you want. And I'm not saying that's what he was doing, but it's easy enough to do that, especially if you're a young man on your own. Mm. So going to a place like London maybe didn't suit him, but there's no doubt about his talent. That do sounds a wee bit like you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, what, what do you want to ask Peter or Barry? Uh, I, I want to know a bit more about what Ross Bartley's up to, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's having a great time down there. Okay. Um, I was going to ask, just to run it by yourself, Peter, so you've played with a lot of great strikers in your time, you know, whether it's McAvenny, Andy Walker, and even George Cadetti, were you still yes, around at that yes. time? So all really good number nine. So I was going to ask how you think Kyogo stacks up against those kind of guys, just from what you've seen of him. Well, I was very fortunate, as you say. You know, I, I was... I mean, take Van Hoydonk, Frank McAvenny, Mo Johnson, <laughs> you know, which That's is... plenty. Obviously, I remember in that... Brian McClare, people always forget Brian. You know, you people at these these were all top, top quality players. McAvenny for me was the best all round one. 
you know. Uh -huh. I thought he'd everything. He was good in the air. He was quick. He was strong. He could score with both feet, you know. So out of them all, I thought he'd the most rounded game. Um, but I look at it and I think Kyogo's got a Celtic, what I'd call as a striker's movement. You know, he plays on that last line. He's got to score goals. I mean, it was funny when Moussa Dembele signed that. I worked with Moussa for a few years at Fulham. And I used to say, he's not a Celtic striker. And the people used to He's not a Celtic striker. I said, no, he's one in six. That's his chances. Whereas a Celtic striker, you've got to be four in six. You know, that's where your goals have got to be. So that's fine. He comes and does fantastically well at Celtic. But what do you think his record was? One in five. Was it? It was incredible. Wow. You know, it was incredible. That's why I'm saying yeah. there's a difference between it being a striker and a Celtic striker. I think he'll go right up there because... I'll ask midfield players when you play with strikers. I think that's an important thing. I like Barry and that playing with Kyogo and seeing them make navy movements. Paul McStay playing with the guys and seeing them make the movements. So they'd have been able to see them and make their passes. And he's such a threat. And it is a nightmare because he does what Suarez did at Liverpool. He plays that couple of yards offside to drag you back. Yep. You know, so you never know where he is. And he always manages to get back onside to make that second run again. But he's a top, top quality player and he's right up there with the best. And as I say, I'll train with Henrik a few times before I left. And you just seen that with Henrik, they just had that knack, you know, where the ball was going to be when the ball was going to come in, you know. And the players knew that, so all of a sudden the players get to know them. So you can see that in the Celtic players. As soon as they lift their head now, they know he's on the last line. But he's a top quality striker, and yes, he could hold that. He could be up there with the rest of them. But as I say, he's got a right few years to go and prove that now. Good question. Quick break, and then Gary, a question from you yeah. for Barry Ferguson, the man that you'll have watched a number of times. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Quick break, and then we're back. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Visit their brand new Toyota showroom at Kenneth Head Road, Darnley. Let's go! Producing tonight as well. Barry, 18 hours from now, the teams will be in the tunnel. Yeah, but Chris, you've got to say, Many, many talents. Top you know? man, isn't he? Producing, doing yeah. the news, doing yeah. everything. I'm giving him a mention. Yeah. He deserves a mention. As well. oh, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy that was on earlier said his first missus came from Tannockside as well. But back here in the city itself, uh, Gary, are you happy enough with the colour scheme in here? Red and oh, yeah. white? Red, white. Neutral. Yeah, we got a wee bit of blue in. Oh, steady. No, I meant the red and white. A wee bit of blue in the screen. Yeah, there we go. A wee bit of blue in my water. Tino, you're happy enough with it, there. I've seen better, Paul. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Gary, what do you want? So we'll get Gary and Tino with us who are joining us. Thanks for coming into the studio. No Question for Peter or Barry? Uh, we'll go with Barry, obviously. Yeah, on Rangers go. related. Um, <laughs> obviously, you've always said uh, Arthur Newman was one of the best that you played with Rangers all the time, but who was your best partner alongside you midfield-wise? Mm. Oh, obviously, first, and then you've left and then came back, so we'll go one yeah. of each. Probably the the best partnership I did has, was the current manager you yep Aye. that was probably that couple of years we had before obviously P left to go to Arsenal mm -hmm. um, we were really successful Aye. we were really Europe strong um, and it was predominantly me and Gio in the, the centre and there was always maybe George was in the left mm -hmm. and Claudia Arena yeah, who well, I've got to be honest very underrated me. I thought was See, when, I've said this many times and a lot of people look at me and think are you sure mm -hmm. He was one of the best players I've ever played with. I could not believe we signed him for Wolfsburg. I think it was £5 million, American. I, I knew of him. Mm -hmm. But see, when you actually were close up, the ability, you could get about the pitch, you could tackle, you could run, you could score goals. And on the ball, he was just so calm, cool and collected. But the current manager, in terms of partnerships, probably that early, uh, sorry, late 90s mm -hmm. partnership with, with Gio and... Just wasn't about me and Gio, it was the, the players running about us. 
the players that I just mentioned, there was two guys as well, mm-hmm. who was a fantastic mm-hmm. footballer. Um, but I'd probably say Gio was that couple of years we had together. Good. Mm-hmm. We were, yep. were really strong. We weren't the most physical, but listen, we used to get mm-hmm. fired in. And that's one thing that I liked about Gio. Gio was very slight as well, but he wasn't scared to, to get wired yeah. in. Gary, what was your first old firm game that you remember? And who got you into all the football? Oh, growing up with my dad, yeah. obviously. Um, born into a Rangers family, just as easy as where it is. Um, first old firm memory, I think. Do you know I'm going to ask you the same? So, yeah. yeah. Early wise, it's probably yeah. cup final. Yep. 2002. Oh, yeah, we just talked about it earlier on. Do you know for you? It, it was a game at Celtic Park. Peter might have been involved. It was Andy Payton and John Collins get the goals. We won 2 0. Yeah. The reason I remember it so well, I was in the Celtic end and Andy Payton, he took a bloody nose or something, he got a bang at some point and that's kind of just why it stands out in my memory. But a 2-0 win, don't know if you're involved yeah, in the Strum Ash. I, 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 um, I thought Dovchek actually scored that game, but you're probably yeah, right. You're probably around right. about 89. Yeah, right. Was it straight from the maternity? Did, did your mum and dad take you straight there? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mate, I'm older than I look. <laughs> it seems a while ago. It, it is I'm glad it wasn't a game I was involved in. <laughs> Actually, let's. You mentioned uh, the managers and the relationship and the respect between them. And Ange Postacoglu was asked today about that, the relationship he has and the respect for G- GVB. I've never really been into the sort of manager versus manager. We don't play the game, so I don't, you kind of assess each team, you know, as a separate entity. And um, and what you find is that you know they always evolve. Um, you know, they've had some changes from last year. They've brought in some new players. They've lost some players. Um, I think their, their their basic structure is is fairly similar to what it was last year. But with you know new additions and people leaving, it just changes slightly because of the the qualities the players that they've brought in have got. Um, so again, from us, we don't you know, we we. we Try to treat every opponent in the same manner in that we analyse them, we respect them, but ultimately it's about what we bring to the table and how we can play our football and sort of assert our dominance on, into the game. Do you know what would you say about tomorrow um, for Rangers? Celtic are the favourites going into it. We've all said, you know, Barry talks about the you lost 6 2 to Celtic and then weeks later you won 5-1 it could, anything could happen I'm trying to be positive yeah. what, what are you thinking tomorrow are there any weaknesses at Rangers at the defence for example because there's no John Suter there's no Ben Davies there's no Philip Hollander and the manager spoke about that earlier yeah I think uh, Barisic has been spooked by this fixture before particularly the 3-0 game at the start of February so that could be an option and whether it's Maeda Jota, Abada, whoever's going at him, there might be a wee bit of change. Played well recently though, hasn't he? In he, Europe? He's done okay. He's, he's, he's impressive going forward. His deliveries are exceptional. But I do think going back the way, that's maybe where he's weaker. I think also James Sands being a natural midfielder. And I think he's done all right, you know, stepping in. Great rugby tackle last week. Less said about that, the better. <laughs> but he's a, he's not a centre-half, but he's slotted in there. And I think, again, with whether it's Kyogo or Jack Amakis later on, it could be exploited. Barry? You said yeah, today. I, I say where he's coming from with, with Barisic. Now, yeah. there's no doubt going forward, Barisic yeah. is one of the the best attacking fullbacks about. Um, but I, I would like to think at the age he's a, he's a creation international, he's got enough experience to think, right, that game in February, that 45 minutes was. A I, I, yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, that's you putting it nicely. Yeah. It was. Um, so I, I would fully expect him to, to be this week really focused on making sure when that ball goes to whether it's Mieda or Abada you're on him don't give him two or three yards that was the, the issue with that game in February that Tino's talking about mm-hmm. I thought Jota 
in a badder that night had too much room to go and attack the fullbacks. I'm sure when both of them, whoever's playing the wide areas for Celtic, once that ball gets there, you've got to be within half a yard and force them back away. And Tino, what would worry you then about Celtic? And it would it'd have to be the defence, I would imagine. Not really been tested, but they gave away a goal the other night at Ross County. But where's, yeah. the, where's the weak spot? Um, I mean, the defence is pretty solid. We've only lost two goals out of the six games, but um, yeah, you know, bigger challenges to come, particularly tomorrow. Cholak's on good form. I suppose that would be the danger. I think he's got six or, six or seven goals. Mm-hmm. So he would be a threat. But I also think that Carter Vickers and Starfield is a, a very solid partnership and the best partnership in the league last year. Should be capable, but you never know. If, you know, it can be unpredictable, of course, and a lot will come down to who starts the best and who gets the early goal. And Gary, for you, the European night's coming up as well. We'll get your yep. prediction in a moment or two, both of you. But uh, how did you feel last week, last uh, Thursday, when Rangers, Wednesday, when Rangers went through? Oh, we put in the Champions League. Great, dogged, kind of proper European performance. That kind of you go away. Yeah. We went, no one really thought we would do it. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought, right, PSV, how many are they going to score? As you said, you touched on James Sands, who I thought was mad in the match that yep, night, personally. I, I thought he, was, he handled Luke de Jong, who's a big aerial threat. That's his game. Mm-hmm. He was off at, what, half-time? Then, yep. never seen him. Mm-hmm. They had, what, they had, John McLaughlin obviously made two wee saves, but after that, we got the goal. I think we, we kind of fell into yep. our own game, dominated, yeah, and then I, that was I, it. I believe it, it's got to be a similar display Absolutely. is what it was like European, in Eindhoven. European yep. I honestly believe away. that, and I think yeah. that'll be Gio's mindset, and I think that's what they'll be working on yesterday and, and today that they'll go and try and hit Celtic in the counter because that, that's where Celtic are vulnerable on the counter attack because they're, they're that open and attack minded but that's the way they play huge game for Ryan Kent this could be one yeah, of his that, biggest yeah, yeah this is where we need him that, that, for me I've always said I'm a, a, a huge admirer of Ryan Kent but I just want to see more assists and more goals from him and tomorrow is the, the perfect time to produce that Peter, for Celtic, uh, coping with Rangers on the break? Yeah, and I think now, the big thing Celtic do, they don't allow you to lift your head. You know, so that's the thing, and that's why I'm saying to Barry earlier about how they're going to play this game, are they going to miss that square pass? Because Sands, I thought, was excellent uh, in PSV, and I thought, the big thing is, he passed the ball forward well, you know, but Celtic don't allow you because they're on top of you right away they're putting pressure on you right away they're making you make mistakes so then if it's getting shoved left to Barisic or going right to Tavanier they're already pressure on them so I'm a Celtic play with that as I say near enough the front six McGregor's maybe stays off a little bit and then the full backs are in on top of you so do you go beyond that you maybe have to change the way you play you know to make Celtic defend to make them turn and face their own goal that's the way the, if I was playing against them because Celtic are too good in the front line let's no kid ourselves and you may have to adjust and I think that's what they would have to do tomorrow because if they don't and they give up the first goal if I was a Rangers supporter I'd be sitting in my shirt then if Celtic get the first goal because then I think then Rangers like every other game you know then you've got to try and get back in and then that's when the gaps open up and I think Celtic have definitely got the firepower that could make it a very difficult afternoon if they make the early mistakes of doing that with trying to play through the Celtic press because I don't think at this moment with the players that's out of the team they have the players that can dominate that ball in there as much as the way they would like to do in this particular game with the players they have available and Tino we haven't even mentioned yet Tuesday the European holders coming into town Real Madrid probably it's the biggest name in world football I would think yeah I'd say so 14 times European champions absolutely huge game and it's 
It's absolutely one I look forward to. Gary saying he was delighted with the PSV result. I was devastated. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? yeah. Ter- terrible night in my house. But, uh, <laughs> but it is brilliant to have both clubs there. And it's you know two big nights. Celtic have got Real Madrid, Rangers away to Amsterdam for Ajax. And we can't wait. You know, Celtic Park will be absolutely bouncing tomorrow and Tuesday, actually. And just these are the games you're in football for. And it's huge, isn't it, for Celtic? Because Europe, I mean, last season, you went out of three different tournaments, Celtic fans were right. growing in. That was the <laughs> No, it's hard to believe, given how well they played at home. And Postacoglu, will he change his style for Europe? No, 100% no. Yeah. I think he's come out and said as much. And I think we've known him, what, for a year and a bit now. And he just doesn't change for anybody. And I think he, you know, his take on it is, if you change now, or, or if you change against Dundee, for example, or anybody, then how do you get better at something? So I think he's basically setting up to... Brace himself, you know, he could have some tough evenings and, uh, you know, might be no tougher than Real Madrid, but he won't change his system for anybody. So it's this 4-3-3 high press, you know, the, the top six that Peter talks about, and that won't be changing. Are you going to go through, do you think? It's not impossible, Celtic's section. Been chatting, so I think Celtic's biggest hope is to get home wins against the other two, so Leipzig and Shakhtar, and hope for the best away from home. You could maybe steal a, a, you know, a draw or something from one of them. Anything you get from Madrid's got to be a bonus. Peter, do you agree with Tino? Yes, I think it always Celtic Park's massive to where you're going to get your points. You know, I mean, a couple of years ago, was it nine points? A few years back, yeah. nine points still wasn't enough. That shows you how difficult it is. But you know, if you win your games at home and it, how difficult they are, you know, because we don't know what Shakhtar are at this moment in time, really. You know, Leipzig, we know they're a good side. If Real Madrid, you know the quality they've got. The interesting thing I'm really looking forward to as we, the next is junior, I don't know if I'm looking forward to it, but if Celtic play with their full-backs in the pitch and they have the likes of Modric who can bypass you with I, th- a pass. I think they'll get murdered. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That. So but honestly... No, get, that's what I'm saying. That, that's the difference for me because you don't catch them. Mm-hmm. They're too quick. Yeah, they're One, too clever, Grant. I agree right. with you. Look, you know what? I agree. I think he's got a really... It's an attractive way of playing football, no doubt about it. I've been impressed with Postacoglu's philosophy and that, but I, I think when you're, you're talking about Real Madrid here, you, can, you can't do that against yeah. them. You've got to be respectful. And we, we spoke about Absolutely. it on Wednesday, like off air. I think you've got to keep your back four because you're talking about for me, Modric. Yeah. Mm. Guy can do anything with football, Benzema, Benzema, whatever. It's player of the tournament. Oh, wow. Cruz, yep. and all that, these guys, yep. you know, they're very brilliant players, yep. but can take their first touch is so important. And that's what these boys do very well. Mm. And that's the difference. I don't think Rangers have that type of players tomorrow, but when you get into Real Madrid, now you're at a different table, yeah. mm. you know. If you try to press them, they've got eyes in the back of their head. Absolutely. These footballers, they know what's around about them. They're so aware of situations, and I'll be, I'll be looking forward to it. I'll be interesting to see what he oh, does on Tuesday yeah, night exactly, because I'll exactly. be tuned in and I'll be like, ah, right, what are they going to go for them for the <laughs> offer? <laughs> What they're going to do, so it'll be an interesting watch. I mean, my, my brother, good, but can they do it on a cold Tuesday in the East End of Glasgow? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the weather's not too bad just now, but it is going to be. They have to make it it's into to be a raining next week. I've looked. Is it that? Gary's checked. Uh, Barry has checked it. Gary, for you, what about Rangers? I mean, the draw, the glamour draw with Liverpool, but you've got Napoli as well. Obviously, looking at the draw, it's teams that we've not played mm. before, so we're obviously the one teams that we've not kind of came up against after yep. the Europa League and such. Um, Ajax part one, <laughs> not as strong. As they no, were, they've no, lost sure. their best players. Obviously, Bassey coming back is yeah. good to see. Liverpool, the Battle of Britain, looking forward to that again. Mm-hmm. Going to Anfield, that'll be a great tie. Also, with atmospheres and then coming up to Ibrox, well, with atmosphere. And then Napoli, a bit of an unknown one. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I'm not too sure what, what's going on with them with their team wise, but again, great stadium to go to, great atmosphere. So, yeah, looking forward Top to it. Top of Serie A last weekend. Will you go to some of the games? Um, so, my brother's actually a season ticket holder for Anfield. So, right. Yeah, oh. so. 
a wee bit of a battle with him. Um, <laughs> I'm away on holiday next week, so I'm missing the Ajax one, but I'm hoping to go to Naples. Can I? Yeah. Does he sing you'll never walk alone in the house? Tino, will you be at the match? Uh, yeah, I've got the three match package for the home games and we're booked up for Leipzig, so definitely going to that right. one and trying to get to Madrid. There's not a lot of tickets doing the rounds, no. but trying to get across there for that. So yeah, hopefully we'll catch some decent games. I think everybody is, aren't they? Everyone wants to be at these games. I mean, Anfield, Barry, was... Uh, yeah, so, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. It's great. Listen, it's brilliant for the game mm. up here as well. Um, and watching the draw last week, it was it must both sets of fans. Mm. I mean, as a Rangers side, I was sitting watching it, and then you see Liverpool Klopp, one of the mm. best managers, Van Dyke, and the players that they have got, Salah coming to coming to Ibrox, and it'll be the same for Celtic fans, yeah, sure. Real Madrid, Modric. For me, the best midfield in the world um, at this well, moment in time. Look, these players coming to Scotland and showcasing their talents. Is brilliant for the supporters. So we told you in the first hour we're celebrating the return of the big Euro nights with Steen, one of Scotland's leading mechanical and electrical contractors. And to celebrate, we're taking the Go Radio Football Show out of the studio to the Radisson Red in Glasgow. Have you been there, guys, up on the rooftop? Yeah, yeah the rooftop bar. Great, great yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 Brooks as well. So. <laughs> uh, great <laughs> place to go after cup finals as well. Right? Yeah. And you had a win, of course, in the cup final there a few months <laughs> ago, so you get well. any more. Yeah, but the Celtic fans, I think they enjoyed it there in the, the treble years. You know, many of them went there afterwards. So, from Tuesday night, Celtic Real Madrid, Ajax Rangers on Wednesday. If you want to be there with us, Barry will be there on Wednesday. It's early kickoff, isn't it? In Amsterdam. Yep. Head over to thisisgo.co.uk to register. We'll also have a special Euro Nights podcast with Steen available just afterwards. So we're going to be there. We'll see the game. Uh, we'll do the pre-match and then afterwards we'll do the download, Barry. Subscribe Depending to the on Go the result. <laughs> No, no, you're on. <laughs> Subscribe to the Go Radio Football Show podcast to automatically receive the newest edition when it lands. That's us with Steen, one of the top electrical contractors. Really looking forward to it. But you know what we're going to do now for the last minute or so before the break? So the away team, Gary, we'll go to you first. Mm -hmm. What is going to happen tomorrow? Genuinely, how do you think it's going to go? Well, obviously Barry's touched on it. It's early doors, we're going to have to be tight, compact. Mm. If we need to be tight, Barisic, as you've touched on, I think he'll be getting targeted early doors. If we can get past the 5, 10, 15 minute now, now, it's all to play for. As you said, their two wing backs like to get forwards. Mm. I expect Ken on the left, I expect Wright to be playing, Scott Wright on the right. I expect to go for pace, be compact. John Lundstrom to kind of sit in, that Wait, kind of European. I, have I got time to ask a quick question? Lundstrom, what was your thoughts on him the first half of the season? S same, unsure. As, oh. same as Bassey, that we were a wee bit unsure, and then after Christmas, he just took off. Because I had said, because mm. there was a lot of people yeah. coming on and weren't sure him. I'd watched him quite a lot because we Flecky, John Fleck, ah, was yeah. at Sheffield United, and he always impressed me. And mm. granted, you, you, I tried to get him yeah. before he went to Oxford when he was at Everton as a kid, and that's where I was talking about Ross Bartley earlier mm. on, weren't we? Mm. We were saying they played together at Everton yeah. as kids. Yeah. I think he's number one, one of the first names in the team sheet now. Absolutely. Scoreline tomorrow, Gary. Yeah, put me on the spot, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> I win. Rangers win. <laughs> two one. Two one. Two one. Two one. I think that's what Barry went with yep. at the in the paper today. Tino, what do you reckon? I do think if Celtic score early, it could be a, a great day for us. And I think Gary made the great point. The first 10, 15, 20 minutes are so important. If Celtic do get that goal, full Celtic Park, very little by way of away fans, as I say, it could be a, a really decent day for us. I've I've been quite bold and I've said four one from the start, so I'm going to stick with that. Right. You're going for four one. Gary, you're going for two one to Rangers, Tino. 4-1 to Celtic. 
great chat, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite what a lot thinking? of Celtic fans are quite high score. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a couple of people have bumped into in Glasgow out shopping the day. How were they all? Were they all? No, they were like, good. Yeah. Listen, uh, it's great. I don't mind banter between sure. uh, the Celtic fans as long as it's friendly banter. And was it friendly today? Like. Was yeah, it good? But yeah, but just their, their comments on the result wasn't it? <laughs> 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 but listen, it's, yeah. that's what it's all about. Listen, it's two rivals for ninety odd minutes, but listen. As long as there's no trouble after it yep. or before it, then that's what we're, we're all for. Is that a quiet night tonight, guys? Even though you're not playing tomorrow, but <laughs> oh, very yeah, I, three match meal early to bed. <laughs> Tino, thanks so much for coming in. No problem. Tino from Bodwell, Gary from Shawlands. Great oh, to thank meet you. Very much. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. Thanks very much, guys. And we'll stay for the next section where we get your predictions on all the games. That's coming next. Thanks a lot. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com. Let's go. The score predictor on the Go Radio Football Show with Clyde Belt Home Improvements. Specialists in all aspects of UPVC windows and doors. Okay, I've made an executive decision. Haven't done that for a long time on the radio. An executive decision. Why take a call when we've got two brilliant contestants in here? And if you both agree, split the money if you get it right. In fact, no, you can both give your predictions and whoever gets it right, if you do. Uh, that's a better shout, Exactly, that's what we can do. Okay? Then there's two chances Exactly. winning yeah. the money. Because there's £1,000 to be won with our friends at Clyde Built Home Improvement, so it's good. So we were just about to get the door there and then I suddenly thought, well, why don't we do it here in the studio? So... I was we'll a bit get, worried you yeah. were bringing them back in, uh, me and Granny for the, <laughs> the Dan Mac. But yeah. then saying that, I listened to Big Oz and Andy last night, it should be them. Exactly. <laughs> it was for me, actually, you two are okay, obviously. Uh, right, so we'll look at tomorrow's fixtures. It is one of these days, because there's so many fans of other teams as well, but you know everything is about the game in the East End tomorrow. So we've had your predictions. We saw Barry's this morning. We will come back to it later. So where will we go? Uh, let's go to Hibs against Kilmarnock. So you get £100 for coming on um, and yeah I know we'll sort out something and oh, Barry's got he's got the, the money there and Peter as well uh, so many clubs how many clubs were you at? Fulham West Ham uh, management Birmingham, Norwich yeah, we've, we've been yeah. together we've been sure. together remember yeah. Birmingham together Birmingham City I know won the cup together what about that £2 billion uh, in the transfer in England it's just do, crazy, do you know what I, yeah. see watching yeah. Obviously, we're all glued to the, the transfer window last night. Yep. Like, guys going out of contract bidding 25 million quid mm. when they're Six 10 months, months away from being yeah. mad, doesn't it? Yeah. They the boy Louise at Aston Villa. Absolutely. No. Yeah. But they said, no, no, nope, they wouldn't do it. Just desperate about the billionaire owners. That's the difference. Mm. They're billionaire owners. Uh, Aston well, you've, you've got a billionaire your, your former club uh, in charge yeah. majority shareholder but listen you see all you see all, the, but you see all the different clubs have got so much money yeah. you know as I say reserve team players are going for £10 million it's quite incredible do you know what Andy Walker said last night in the programme that Stockport County they're not in the main divisions anymore they fly to some of the games yeah, in England no, they're, they're in the same league as my, my son yeah, league 2 of course oh sorry yeah, 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 they're, they're, yeah. now I, I don't want to say their wages but I know a couple of players Kyle knew a few other clubs that you wouldn't believe what their their salary is in League 2 it's another world I I nearly said to you before outside Celtic Rangers non-league teams will be playing more yeah they've seen the conference down in England absolutely 100% apart from Rangers Celtic Hibs maybe a couple couple of the Hibs and Hearts they they would match them absolutely 100% Mm. £50 each for being on. It's better than this. That'll buy whoever's getting the winning drinks tomorrow. Right, let's get into the score predictor. Hibs against Kilmarnock. Uh, 
Gary, do you want to start? Who do you fancy for that one tomorrow? I'll go 1 0 Kilmarnock. Uh huh. Good win for them the yeah, other night, so wasn't I think it? They, yeah. Hopefully they'll take on now. Obviously. For Kelly. Uh, Tino, what do you reckon? I think 2 1 Hibs. I know their managers yeah. he, take on well, been in for surgery, so you know, good good luck to him. Uh, I think they'll do it for the gaffer, so 2 1 to Hibs. We want to wish him all the best, Lee Johnson. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's gallstones or something, so mm-hmm. hopefully it's something not too serious and he gets through it okay. And scoreline? I've wrote my scores down actually. Right, okay. Because I was lied to myself. I was hoping Gary yeah. wasn't reading mine's out. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've went for Hibs Kilmarnock. I've went 2 0 Kelly. 2 0 Kelly? Well, you're going for the uh, the win for them? Yeah, I, I think Kilmarnock will win. Right. Um, I think Hibs could struggle this season. I really do. Mm-hmm. I know I've spent a few pounds, but I'm I'm going for Kilmarnock. Good result against a strong Hearts team at Tynecastle during the week. I'm going Kilmarnock. Going for Kilmarnock. And it's a £900 jackpot mm. and £50 each. So, quids in on that one. Livingston against Hearts. Where will we go with that one? Peter, let's go to you first. What's going to happen? Um, I'm going to go for Hearts 1-0. Why? I know the you signing have done. He played along with Stephen Humphreys. He played with me at Fulham. Mm-hmm. Um, good striker. Strong. Can score off both feet. If he's head right... He, he can finish you know he's, he's a good replacement I think for Boyce if he be the player that he can be of course that was a real blow to lose Liam Boyce yeah, for the big hopefully he gets back full yeah, health as well sure. big player massive yeah. player for Hearts Liam Boyce they moved quickly though yeah they did yeah. one thing about the Hearts board they, they do back their, their manager uh, Robbie Nielsen and I'm you asking my result yeah, I'm please. going Hearts as well going for Hearts um, what about Livy you know, that was a surprise the other night when they lost to Dundee United. Yeah, um, a funny side, Livingston. They've had a few ups and downs this season so far. Um, and I think from Hart's point of view, losing during the week was a bit of a blow for them. They'd maybe fancy a cup run and, and get into a final. So I think they'll bounce back. I'm going 2-0 Hearts. 2-0 Hearts. Gary, what do you reckon? Well, I'm going to be a bit awkward here. I'm going to go one each. Yeah, right, you go yep. for the draw. Uh-huh. I'll go for the yeah, draw, yeah. Just could be. On, on that park, obviously, plastic park. You've got a wee plan together here, haven't Davy Martindale. Davy Martindale. He'll, he'll be raging. Result, yeah. I think he'll get the boys ready, ready yeah. to go for tomorrow. And what did you make of the Jack Ross sacking after 70 days? What, seven games? Or? I think the old, the old saying, I think he lost the dressing room, obviously. I just think. How can that happen so quickly? I was talking, I think there's, I might be speaking out of turn, but there's some big characters in that dressing room between, you know, um, Tony Watt, Charlie Mulgrew, Stephen Fletcher. Mm -hmm. Guys have been there, done that. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's hard to manage that. Now, that might be nothing. That might just be radio talk. Speculation. Maybe hard to manage that room. I thought it was harsh that he got sacked. I know there was some horrific results there, but seven games is no time to prove yourself. Yeah. I thought it was a bit harsh. And you're not normally uh, judged on a game against Celtic or Rangers, are you, Barry? Any of the teams? No, I, I just think the amount of goals that they conceded sure. over that three-week period. But mm. again, to go... I, I said it on Wednesday. Don't be surprised if Dun United won the game. Mm-hmm. And I know he I did. went for Livingston, but yeah. um, it just shows you f- football, fickle. I don't think it was that. Uh, I mean, it was like when we were with Tony, if you remember, we get beat 3 nothing or 4 nothing with St Man. With Tony Mowbray. Yeah. We, Forget how we're playing any other game. If you lose that game the way we did, sure. we deserve to lose our job. I think it was a St Mern game. 3-0 at home. You know, as the killer game. So we've got your scores on that one, haven't we? 1-1 one, one for you, Gary. And for you, Tino? 2-0 two, no. two Hearts. 2-0 Hearts, yeah. So Motherwell, Dundee United. Louis Moult in for Motherwell. Uh, another striking option, a lo- option alongside Van Veen. What do you reckon, Gary, on that one? I'm going to go Motherwell, I think. Mm. Since, obviously, changing the manager... Kind of fresh ideas, Louis Moult coming back. I think they've kind of had a bit of form recently, so I'm going to go 2 0 Motherwell. Good start, Tino. 
Yeah, this, this eats into their joint strategy. Uh, but <laughs> I agree. I think Motherwell will win. I think did Van Veen get a hat trick during the week? And yep. I didn't know they'd got Moulton. I know they were trying to, and he's yep. a good striker. So I think Motherwell will win, and I'll say 3 1. Barry, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think Motherwell are going to win it. I think Stephen Hamill's got this Motherwell team in a right good place. I know they lost last week in the league, but I think they'll bounce back and beat Dun United convincingly by a couple of goals. 2-0 Stephen said he'll be happy Peter Grant what do you I reckon 2-0 uh, 2-1 sorry Morrow 2-1 from Morrow yeah. Peter what about Ross County against the Dons I went a draw on that one I think it's two teams that's evenly matched you know I think Malky's built a good unit up there and had to rebuild again and done well Jim's added some good signings to it and I was quite impressed with the is it Mianovic or whatever you call the striker yeah. I think he's a handful I think he'll score goals this season if he gets the service so I, I think it'll be a close game that one you know a right battle and I just think a, a draw a draw that. you reckon yeah. Miofsky has Miofsky, yes, yep, Miofsky has yeah. scored um, I've liked him and I've seen five him goals yeah, yeah I've liked him and okay. I've seen him cool what do you reckon Gary? Peter there um, I think Malky will be quite annoyed with his team they're losing four goals two games now so I think one each I think you'll be expecting a good performance tomorrow so yeah Barry what do you feel? Yeah I think it's got a draw written a draw. all okay. over the top of it and I'll go the last two and a draw written in the stars you reckon Tiro? Yep. I think Jim Goodwin's started to get results and performances from his players after a, a difficult start I think Aberdeen will win there and I think they'll win 2-0 2-0 and St John what the battle of the Saints Tino we'll start with you St Johnson St Mirren yeah. I've bet against St Mirren the last two weeks foolishly and they've won <laughs> both of those games and so I'm hoping uh, that they'll get another one I'm going to go for St Mirren to win this one 2-1 one. what do you reckon Gary I'm going to be 2-0 there 2-1 2-1 yeah, Peter I went St Johnson to win 2-1 because mm -hmm. Nicky Clark's went in I think mm -hmm. Nicky scores goals I think they've been looking for a goal scorer I think just getting a lift we've seen somebody like him put the ball in the back of the net and on these certain uh, occasions like this, I think somebody like Nicky Clark can be do a good job for Callum. I think it's a good signing for them. Barry? Yeah, I says the last two are a draw. Yep. Yeah, you're going to draw yeah, with draw. that one. Thank you, you're on it. You're just bursting to get back to the big one. Yes? <laughs> <laughs> you are. What were you going to say? Yeah. I'm just trying to save a wee bit of Let's time get, so exactly, we can talk so about it. Yeah. Let's get two quick snippets from each of the managers. Uh, Ange Postacoglu talking about the big game tomorrow, the 12.30 kick-off, the squad decisions he has to make. Squad-wise, tomorrow everyone's pretty much OK um, after uh, Wednesday night's game. And, um, you know, earlier in the week, we were in a better position than we were last year when we were throwing guys in. Um, yeah, I'll sort of make decisions on, um, on sort of squad and, and team tomorrow. Peter? That squad we talked about earlier on then. So what do you think tomorrow? What's going to happen? Celtic, I'm going to go for 3-1 Celtic. And that's not the Celtic Harlan. I just think they've got that amount of goals in the team. Uh, I think the squad's fully fit. I think after their game last week when they got a few different guys scoring goals in that front line, you know, and they've got midfielders that can score goals. So I just think they've got too much firepower and I think that will be the difference tomorrow and that's why I'm going 3-1 Celtic. You're going 3-1. In the other end of the ground, Barry... Yeah, Rangers need to bring a, a European away performance to, to Celtic Park, which I'm convinced Jay will do. So I'm going to go Celtic 1, Rangers 2. He spoke to the manager about uh, Tom Lawrence, uh, who is missing. Tom is not available for tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately, he had more problems the day after the game uh, last week, which uh, means he will be out and I don't expect him back before the international break. So he's some weeks out. Who's the names we're going to be speaking about? So from a Rangers point of view then, you thought 2-1 uh, as well, same as Barry. Who are you going to be raving about tomorrow afternoon? Antonio Cholak. Say again? Antonio Cholak. Right, you reckon it's, <laughs> it's what a start for him. And Tino? 
for yourself? Kyogo's the man. Kyogo's the man. Right, thanks. He's not uh, He's not done it in this stage yet. You know, he's he's impressed everywhere else, but this is a game where you really need to kind of prove yourself when you play for Celtic or Rangers. And I think tomorrow will be the day for Kyogo. I agree. I think that that could be the difference. You know, no jot in that and I'll be in the headlines. I just think the wee fellas' movement and where Rangers are, I'd say weaker at this moment, even though I thought Sanchez done really well. But I think they brought Davis, obviously, and John Suter in mm-hmm. to fill that area and maybe give them that bit of balance. That's where I think they're weaker and I think that's where the B-man can. Barry, the Nate. Trumps. Yep, you reckon. Yep, I'm going Ryan Kent has to deliver and I think he will deliver tomorrow. Listen, thanks everyone. And thanks for everyone in the socials as well and all the calls tonight. Let's hope... Uh, it's a, a great game and remember we'll be on air Barry will be in early uh, for the match we'll be on from 12 big John Hartson will be sitting where Peter is you'll be there and uh, who's on the coffees yeah it's no big Johnny <laughs> thanks so much thanks Chris for looking after us tonight Zoe Kelly is up next we'll be back tomorrow at midday the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com Let's go. Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.